Lord, thank you for these scriptures and bless us with hearts and minds of faith. Amen. Okay, we are back in day 36 and we are going to um, we're going to be talking about the um, numbers of each tribe and how they're set up uh, for military action. So lots of names and numbers in this one. <laughs> um, but pretty soon we're going to be moving out with the Israelites on their journey. Um, but I like the insight for this one. It talks a little bit about how these sections of scripture are arranged in, in this chronological um, order. So we'll begin with an insight. With the tabernacle now constructed and the priests ready to serve at its altars, the Israelites are about to begin a new phase in the history of their young nation. They're going to begin functioning as a nation under covenant relationship with virtually every daily action influenced, if not directly prescribed, by law. During the next four decades, God will give to Moses scores of laws, laws affecting their religious and ceremonial duties, laws regulating diet and hygiene, laws of dedication and religious symbolism, civil laws, and laws affecting political leaders, the army, and the court system, criminal laws and offenses against religion, society, and morality, and various family and estate laws. The many laws within Israel's code are recorded in Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Often the same laws are repeated on different occasions and in varying contexts. Sometimes a law will be further expanded or more completely explained. In anticipation of the Israelites becoming less nomadic and more settled, the laws will appropriately reflect the changing circumstances. In an effort to avoid unnecessary duplication and in order to get a more understandable overview of the laws of Israel, all of the various laws will be brought together in one compendium at a later point in this volume in the context of events to take place some 40 years later. Therefore, the book of Leviticus, which takes up where the Exodus record leaves off, will be left largely to later inclusion. Suffice it to say at this point, as the name suggests, Leviticus pertains principally to the Levites and their priestly duties. Yet the fact that Leviticus also contains so many laws is not at all surprising in view of its theme, you shall therefore be holy for I am holy. The book of Numbers records briefly that, that here in the wilderness near Sinai, the Israelites observed their first Passover celebration since the actual Passover of death which took place a year earlier in Egypt. It must be a time of mixed emotions, joy in having been freed from their bondage, and excitement at having become an independent nation, yet uncertainty about what the future holds. Even in this first celebration is, is an indication that the Israelites are already concerned about God's laws and how he might interpret them in light of exceptional circumstances. Here they learn that along with the strictness of his laws, God has provided measures of grace as well. And into scripture, Numbers 9. The Lord spoke to Moses in the desert of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they came out of Egypt. He said, Have the Israelites celebrate the Passover at the appointed time, celebrate it at the, at the appointed time at twilight 
on the fourteenth day of this month, in accordance with all its rules and regulations. So Moses told the Israelites to celebrate the Passover, and they did so in the desert of Sinai at twilight on the fourteenth day of the first month. Israelites did everything just as the Lord commanded Moses. But some of them could not celebrate the Passover on that day because they were ceremonially unclean on account of a dead body. So they came to Moses and Aaron that same day and said to Moses, We have become unclean because of a dead body, but why should we be kept from presenting the Lord's offering with the other Israelites at the appointed time? Moses answered them, Wait until I find out what the Lord commands concerning you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, When any of you or your descendants are unclean because of a dead body or are away on a journey, they may still celebrate the Lord's Passover. They are to celebrate it on the 14th day of the second month at twilight. They are to eat the lamb together with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They must not leave any of it till morning or break any of its bones. When they celebrate the Passover, they must follow all the regulations. And another insight coming up. A month has passed since the tabernacle was erected, the priesthood ordained, the first laws of Moses given, and the nation of Israel truly established in fulfillment of the ancient promise to Abraham. Still, another part of God's covenant with Abraham has yet to be fulfilled, the occupation of Canaan, the promised land. God has never said that the land will simply be handed over to the Israelites without struggle. On the contrary, God has told the Israelites that they will have to fight for the land. Yet God has also promised to be with them and make them victorious so long as they keep their faith in him as the only true God and remain obedient to his laws. Now, in preparation for the taking of the promised land, God orders a numbering of the people of Israel, at least those of fighting age, 20 years old or older. The numbering is more than a census or even a military draft. In fact, it's a national registration from which the Jewish people in centuries to come will trace their ancestry. One interesting feature of the numbering is that the descendants of Joseph are counted as two separate tribes through his sons Ephraim and Manasseh, in accordance with Jacob's own words. Of a nation of approximately two million strong, 603,550 men are found to be of the age to fight. In addition to the numbering, the tribes are also assigned areas of encampment and given their orders of march. Noticeably missing from the numbering of the fighting men is the tribe of Levi. It's clear that the nation will be strong in battle only as long as it is religiously dedicated to the service of God, so the Levites will be responsible for maintaining the people's spiritual service. Therefore, the numbering of the Levites will be done separately from the other tribes and on two different bases, one for all males at least a month old, 22,000, and once for all males between 30 and 50 years old who are ready to serve in the tabernacle, 8,580. The places of encampment and the specific items to be carried by each family are also assigned. And back into scripture, Numbers chapter 1. The Lord spoke to Moses in the tent of meeting in the desert of Sinai on the first day of the second month of the second year after the Israelites came out of Egypt. He said, Take a census of the whole Israelite community by their clans and families, listing every man by name one by one. 
You and Aaron are to number by their divisions all the men in Israel, twenty years old or more, who are able to serve in the army. One man from each tribe, each the head of his family, is to help you. These are the names of the men who are to assist you. From Reuben, Eliezer, son of Shadur. From Simeon, Shalumiel, son of Zurishadai. From Judah, Nashon, son of Aminadab. From Issachar, Nethanel, son of Zuar. From Zebulun, Eliab, son of Helon. From the sons of Joseph, from Ephraim, Elishama, son of Amihud. From Manasseh, Gamaliel, son of Padajur. From Benjamin, Abidan, son of Gideoni. From Dan, Ahiezer, son of Amishadai. From Asher, Pajiel, son of Okran. From Gad, Eliasaph, son of Duel. From Naphtali, Ahira, son of Enan. These were the men appointed from the community, the leaders of their ancestral tribes. They were the heads of the clans of Israel. Moses and Aaron took these men whose names had been given, and they called the whole community together on the first day of the second month. The people indicated their ancestry by their clans and families, and the men 20 years old or more were listed by name, one by one, as the Lord commanded Moses. And so he counted them in the desert of Sinai. From the descendants of Reuben, the firstborn son of Israel, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, one by one, according to the records of the clans and families. The number from the tribe of Reuben was 46,500. From the descendants of Simeon, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were counted and listed by name, one by one, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Simeon was 59,300. From the descendants of Gad, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Gad was 45,650. From the descendants of Judah, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Judah was 74,600. From the descendants of Issachar, all the men 20 years old or more who, had, who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number of the tribe of Issachar was 54,400. From the descendants of Zebulun, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Zebulun was 57,400 from the sons of Joseph, from the descendants of Ephraim. All the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Ephraim was 40,500. From the descendants of Manasseh, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Manasseh was 32,200. From the descendants of Benjamin, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Benjamin was 35,400. From the descendants of Dan, all the men 20 years old or more who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, 
according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Dan was 62,700. From the descendants of Asher. All the men, 20 years old or more, who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Asher was 41,500. From the descendants of Naphtali. All the men, 20 years old or more, who were able to serve in the army were listed by name, according to the records of their clans and families. The number from the tribe of Naphtali was 53,400. These were the men counted by Moses and Aaron and the 12 leaders of Israel, each one representing his family. All the Israelites, 20 years old or more, who were able to serve in Israel's army were counted according to their families. The total number was 603,550. The families of the tribe of Levi, however, were not counted along with the others. The Lord had said to Moses, You must not count the tribe of Levi or include them in the census of the other Israelites. Instead, appoint the Levites to be in charge of the tabernacle of the testimony, over all its furnishings and everything belonging to it. They are to carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings. They are to take care of it and encamp around it. Whenever the tab tabernacle is to move, the Levites are to take it down. And whenever the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levites shall do it. Anyone else who goes near it shall be put to death. The Israelites are to set up their tents by divisions, each man in his own camp under his own standard. The Levites, however, are to set up their tents around the tabernacle of the testimony so that wrath will not fall on the Israelite community. The Levites are to be responsible for the care of the tabernacle of the testimony. The Israelites did all this just as the Lord commanded Moses. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, The Israelites are to camp around the tent of meeting some distance from it, each man under his standard with the banners of his family. On the east, toward the sunrise, the divisions of the camp of Judah are to encamp under their standard. The leader of the people of Judah is Nashon, son of Aminadab. His division numbers 74,600. The tribe of Issachar will camp next to them. The leader of the people of Issachar is Nethanel, son of Zuar. His division numbers 54,400. The tribe of Zebulun will be next. The leader of the people of Zebulun is Eliab, son of Helon. His division numbers 57,400. All the men assigned to the camp of Judah, according to their divisions, number 186,400. They will set out first. On the south will be the divisions of the camp of Reuben, under their standard. The leader of the people of Reuben is Elijur, son of Shadur. His division numbers 46,500. The tribe of Simeon will camp next to them. The leader of the people of Simeon is Shalumiel, son of Zurishadai. His division numbers 59,300. The tribe of Gad will be next. The leader of the people of Gad is Eliasaf, son of Jewel. His division numbers 45,650. All the men assigned to the camp of Reuben, according to their divisions, number 151,450, 151, they will set out second. Then the tent of meeting and the camp of the Levites will set out in the middle of the camps. They will set out in the same order as they encamp, each in his own place under his standard. On the west will be the divisions of the camp of Ephraim under their standard. 
The leader of the people of Ephraim is Elishama, son of Amihud. His division numbers 40,500. The tribe of Manasseh will be next to them. The leader of the people of Manasseh is Gamaliel, son of Padashur. His division numbers 32,200. The tribe of Benjamin will be next. The leader of the people of Benjamin is Abidan, son of Gideonai. His division numbers 35,400. All the men assigned to the camp of Ephraim, according to their divisions, number 108,100. They will set out third. Now on the north will be the divisions of the camp of Dan, under their standard. The leader of the people of Dan is Ahiezer, son of Amishadai. His division numbers 62,700. The tribe of Asher will camp next to them. The leader of the people of Asher is Pajiel, son of Okran. His division numbers 41,500. The tribe of Naphtali will be next. The leader of the people of Naphtali is Ahira, son of Anan. His division numbers 53,400. All the men assigned to the camp of Dan number 157,600. They will set out last under their standards. These are the Israelites, counted according to their families. All those in the camps by their divisions number 603,550. The Levites, however, were not counted along with the other Israelites, as the Lord commanded Moses. So the Israelites did everything the Lord commanded Moses. That is the way they encamped under their standards, and that is the way they set out, each with his clan and family. And that's day 36. So one thing we have learned about God um, through several of these episodes is that he is concerned with detail. <laughs> I'm just grateful that I didn't have to try to read 603,550 names. So thank you, Lord, for not listing every single person. <laughs> so um, as the Israelites set out, we're going to see them in um, many battles um, with enemies that they will encounter. And um, many of those battles are going to seem hopeless because they will be outnumbered. But God has promised to give them victory if they continue to obey him. Seems simple enough, right? Hmm. We'll see. <laughs> so in the next one, uh, we will see the responsibility of the Levites in their service and care of the tabernacle. See you then.